Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Herm, appreciate the time as always. How you been? I've been well, um, like all other football fans and <laughs> that watch the game of football. Um, it's sloppy. Uh, I think veterans not playing in the preseason, it just affects the games. I think it takes them at least three weeks for them to get them physical and mentally prepared, ready to play. But the problem is now it's a regular season. So there's a lot of games lost that should be won due to the fact of uh, non-participation in the preseason. If you were still coaching, and I know that's been the trend to really not play your guys in the preseason, it seems like the the training camp sessions, uh, the, those joint practice, uh, practice sessions when the intensity gets picked up a little bit and that's where the real competition happens, how would you kind of navigate uh, the preseason and training camp if you were still coaching? No different than I went when I was coaching. It, it, was getting to, it was turning that way. Now it's really turned that way where a lot of the players don't participate in the preseason. I understand why. Uh, I, I think depending on of the age of certain players, uh, I always was in the mindset during the preseason, you need to get at least a whole game within um, your ability as a veteran player. So 65 snaps, 70 snaps. Also believe this, the third preseason game, well, then it was four, now it's three. Mm-hmm. That second preseason game, actually, in the third quarter, let your starters come out and play a quarter. Just, just, just play a series of plays to get used to coming in and out of the, the locker room at halftime. So there are certain ways you can do it. I understand I'm not faulting any coach that says, hey, I'm not playing my players. I'm not saying that. I know what I would do, um, and I did it in the past. And uh, I just think it's a safer it, it's safer for the players. And, and it's kind of funny now because we all know that September is an extension of the preseason, and it feels like the regular season actually gets going where it looks like actual football in late September or October, but it doesn't mean that people aren't critical and the analysis is still there. Like the Eagles are 2-0. and I know it wasn't the cleanest game last night, but that's a team I have no concerns about. But some people today are like, hmm, something doesn't look right with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm like, hold on. They're still a 2-0 and football team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, no, and, and, and I think it goes to show you, even those two teams, even Kansas City. Now, I know they were out of – Jones wasn't there, and obviously uh, Kelsey wasn't there as well. But – they weren't in. They weren't in sync. Philly hadn't been in sync. Um, they they ran the ball a little bit better last week, uh, but the passing game is not in sync by any stretch of imagination. Uh, you got two new coordinators. That's not in sync yet. Um, their defense in the back end is struggling somewhat. So there's a lot of things to fix. But the great thing is they're two and zero. 
Talking to Herm Edwards right now, the former head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Jets. How about that Chiefs-Jaguars game coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern? That's going to be a fun one. It really will be. Um, uh, you can't say enough about the Jaguars, kind of the direction they're headed in, and especially their quarterback. Uh, and, you know, the Chiefs need to rebound. I mean, obviously that was a – that's a tough loss when you lose an arrowhead. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. That's, that's the friendly confines of area. It is hard to win in that place. And um, I think Patrick Mahomes and those guys will, will get things going a little bit better this week. But I think it'll be a tough game. This won't be it, – it, I'm hoping, and I say this as a defensive-minded guy, I'm hoping it's summer, some, similar to the Chargers, obviously the game that they played in, right? <laughs> the Chargers, you know, played in a game last week where you just looked at this and you went, man, they're scoring. Chargers and Miami Dolphins, that was – you couldn't sit down. Every time you turned around, somebody was scoring touchdowns. Yeah, and the over in this game, Chiefs and Jaguars is 51. Herm, I'm, I'm hammering the over this week, and I think there's going to be a lot of points between these two teams. Yeah, I, I probably agree with you. That, you know, it, it's probably going to be almost 1,000 yards in offense. <laughs> that would be something. Uh, Coach Herm Edwards is uh, here with us. So I got to ask you about the Jets. We all saw the, yeah. the Rodgers injury on Monday yeah. Night Football. So unfortunate. Just take me through how you reacted to it and processed it on Monday night. Oh, I've seen it happen. That happened to me with Chad Pennington. So, I get it. I mean, it's, 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 you feel bad for the organization. You feel bad for the player. You feel bad for all fans, though, regardless if you were a Jets fan or not. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers was trying to take the path of Tom Brady going to another team, Matthew Stafford going to another team and winning Super Bowls. Um, he picked the Jets, rightly so. You know, they, they, they're a young team, very good on defense. All the pieces were there. They just needed a quarterback to get them over the hump, you know, as far as their offense went. And uh, four plays, it was just – it was like, are you kidding me, right? I mean, I mean, everybody was shaking their heads. Like, you got you to be kidding me, right? And they got to recover, and I think they will. They're good enough on defense. And if, if the young quarterback can just play within himself, don't turn the ball over, you know, just, just, just play the game and, and don't try to win games. Your defense and your special teams will win games for you. Um, I think they'll be okay. And that young quarterback in Zach Wilson, you kind of just said it. He's got to protect the football. But I just wonder yeah. where his confidence is going to be at because that was supposed to be the guy, former number two overall pick. Then you bring in Aaron Rodgers. He's supposed to be a backup, and now he's thrown right back into the fire. Like, in meetings privately, coach and quarterback, what's that meeting like this week of Robert Sala and Zach Wilson? Well, I think, and, and, and really Nathaniel Hackett, you know, what is your offense now? It's not the Aaron Rodgers offense. For sure. I mean, that's another reason Aaron Rodgers is there because of that's Nathaniel Hackett. He's very comfortable who the play caller was. Nathaniel's going to have to get used to Zach now and do some things that he can do well. The one thing this young man can do, he can move in the pocket. He has a live enough arm. You know, get him, get, get him some scripting some throws early so he can gain confidence completing the football. Uh, and then let your defense play and use your running game, you know, to, to help him. And I think if he does that, um, he'll be fine. I saw more mature Zach Wilson when he went in front of the media. I think the team, due to what he went through and with Aaron Rodgers coming there, Aaron Rodgers mentoring him, the team has a different opinion about him right now than they did last year, right? So all those things are good. And the team understands this is our quarterback right now. I mean, everybody's saying go get a guy. But this is your guy. I mean, he's your guy. You're not going to bring in somebody there and start him this week. He's your starting quarterback. Now, with that being said, if you were still coaching, would you maybe mm-hmm. be in Joe Douglas's room this week and say, hey, go monitor that Kirk Cousins situation with them starting off 0-2 and, 
and then being in the final year of his contract, maybe try to get a trade done. Well, him, you know, I think, uh, you know, Tannehill's an option as well because they have Levis there, right? They have a young quarterback waiting. You need a veteran guy that, that, has, that has played in the system where they run the ball and they play defense. Uh, so he's done that. So there's numerous guys. You're hoping, you're hoping that Zach will do the job. And you might have to bring a guy in, but as a backup guy, and not to take his job. Because can you imagine if he doesn't pan out, now you're on your third quarterback. That's tough, guys. That, 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 that don't work a whole lot of times. Herm Edwards here with us. Uh, Ravens and Bengals this week. I know the Ravens are banged up. Is this a good bounce-back spot? I know it's a tough division, uh, but you look at the Bengals. Uh, their offense was just actually so slow starting last week, only having 82 yards, something like oh, that, boy. passing. Yeah, uh, that was hard to watch. you got to give Cleveland a lot of credit as well. But Joe struggled against Cleveland. You know, he's 0-3 yeah. now. Um, but, but I think they bounced back. And, you know, Lamar struggled a little bit. Now it's a new offense. They're asking him to do more in the pocket, right? So it's a work in progress. And here again, when you don't play together as a team on offense and defense, there's some hiccups, your stamina, all that stuff, because you haven't played together. And so you're trying to figure it out in the regular season, and some games can get away from you early, and hopefully those games don't bite you down the road. Wrapping up with Herm Edwards right now. Seahawks and Lions. Hey, I know we talked earlier about uh, Jacksonville and the Chiefs having a lot of points. Coach, that should be another high-scoring game. You're hoping because I was really surprised um, with the Seahawks' performance offensively, right? I mean, I, you know, the Rams came off that bad year last year. Okay, and I get all that, but that was like, wow. I mean, Geno Smith didn't look comfortable at all, and they hit him. They, they, you know, that guy, 99, somebody needs to block that guy, by the way. I, mean, I don't know. I, I find a way to block If I don't block anybody else, I'm blocking him. Where is that? Just block that guy. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Seattle's going to have to bounce back. That was a, that was a bad loss, right? I mean, that was, that was like kind of a head Shocking. That was almost, that was almost like San Francisco going in there and beating Pittsburgh, right? I actually think it's it was it was worse because you know San Francisco to me is a, is a very good team. Oh no, no doubt. You know oh, no, I agree. the Rams no, on I paper, agree. I think are going to be bad this year. But I didn't think Pittsburgh to go into Pittsburgh and do that to them. Yeah, that was shocking. That that was now, surprising. You know what I'm saying? Now Seattle and the Rams, that was like a head scratcher because I thought Seattle they said, hey, they, you know they fixed their secondary, you know, piece of defensive guy. Um, you know, they got these receivers now. It's like, come on. And I looked at that and I was well, they can't block 99, so this game might be over. <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, before we let you run, Dolphins and Patriots this week. It was good to see Tua healthy last week and just yeah. dominate him with Tyreek Hill. And for the Patriots, it's a big week. I, I know they played well up against the Eagles, but it's still a loss. Uh, this could be a big statement for uh, Bill Belichick to make going up against the Dolphins. Well, they did a good job last week against uh... – Obviously, Philadelphia Eagles, and you know he had all off season to practice for him. Now he knows Tua, he knows his offense. It'll be interesting to see how he takes the receivers out of the mix, right? Uh, you, know, the, you know, Hill and Waddle. I mean, but then they can run the ball with most or so. He's gonna. I know one thing. He's not gonna. He's gonna try to not allow him to throw the ball inside the numbers. 
he's going to have players in there, right? I don't think he's going to allow number 10 to run just free off the line of scrimmage. This is going to be interesting how they play, right? I mean, New England's got a really good defense. they got a real good defense. They look, the Miami Dolphins didn't show, slow the charges down by a stretch of imagination. So I, I think if you're, you're Bill, you know, you can't keep up with them scoring, but you can pound them and you can run the ball. And that's what you're going to try to do and, and, and put two in some third and long situation where he has to hold the ball, uh, you know, and, and try to get to him. But the critical thing – Basically, is you got to be able to tackle these guys in space because if you can't tackle them in space, look out, it's over. They got they have the fastest team in football, the Miami Dolphins. It's not even close. Yeah, it really is unreal with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Even if you stop one of them, the next guy can go get you for two hundred yards as well. Uh, Herm Edwards, Jets and Cowboys. I know we talked about the whole Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers situation with the Rodgers Achilles, but now with Zach Wilson back in at quarterback, Cowboys were dominant week one, blowing out the Giants forty to nothing. What type of football game do you expect there in Jerry's world? I think both teams will lean on the defense, and, and Dak has to be very careful. The, the, they lose this game if he turns the ball over, right? If Dak Prescott turns the ball over, they're going to lose this game because the, the Eagles can hunt. I mean, excuse me, you know, the, the Jets can hunt, but the Dallas Cowboys, I tell you what, that was an impressive defensive performance. There ain't no doubt about that. Going on the road doing that. So I think both these defenses are going to determine who wins this football game. I think the quarterbacks got to make sure they do not turn the ball over because whoever turns it over the most, that's going to be the team that probably wins this game. Last thing I'll ask you, just you also know in the college game, doing both the, the pros and then also uh, coaching in college the last few years over at Arizona State, to see what Coach Prime Deion Sanders has done in two no. weeks, what's your reaction? That's not surprising. Prime's a good friend of mine. Um, and, and, I, and I think he's done a marvelous job. His son is terrific. Um, th- those kids play with a lot, a lot of energy, boy. And he gives them energy, too. And, and they're very confident, um, and they just go about their business. And, he, you know, Prime puts all the pressure on himself because of how he deals with people and how he deals with the media, right? And, and everyone's kind of looking at him, and the players just get to play. And they're having fun. They're, they're having a lot of fun. It's different. A lot of college coaches don't like the way he goes about his business. But Prime has a great heart. And he's a good human being. That's all show. That's his all show. And it, it, it distracts you. It gets you thinking about all that. And then you forget that, you know what, these guys, he got some good football players over here too. <laughs> By the way, it, it, interpret the coaching angle of this. What was Jay Norvell doing going after Prime for wearing sunglasses and a hat when he talks to the media? I can't figure that one out. I mean, you just you let that one look. You're already in trouble, and, and now you. <laughs> it's like you played right into Coach Prime's game there. Now he gets used that as motivation. It's crazy. Right, right, look, look, look. Stupid. I always tell coaches. You know, we you know what I always tell coaches. I said last time I checked. These coaches can talk, and I say this because I've been on both sides, and these coaches can talk all they want. They don't play. Coaches <laughs> don't play. The, the players have to go out there and play. And do, whatever you said, no matter either coach, whatever you said, the players actually have to go play now. So just think about it that way. <laughs> My players got to go out and, and deal with this now, not me, because I'm standing on the sideline. And, and here's I'm the saying, thing. If he was, if he wanted to get his program maybe in the news and take some of the, the attention away for Coach Prime, like just go guarantee the victory. Don't go after Coach Prime. It makes no sense. <laughs> you know, I think he was 
he respects Prime, obviously, uh, but I just think he just got going, and all of a sudden, you know, he got out there, and he's over his skis, and you can't take it back because he's out there. And then, you know, as soon as Prime heard, he says, well, here he went. You gave him another, you gave him another mark. And I, well, okay. I'm, now it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, appreciate the time. Coach Herm Edwards, appreciate it as always. My, thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 